Welcome to the IBM Podcast Network. This is the TFG Sports Podcast with Vagish. and welcome this is the TFG Sports Podcast with me Vagish and joining me today in the studio is my very dear friend from the TFG website Nikhil Jadav hello hey Vagish how are you doing I'm doing fine how are you doing Nikhil good good Bombay weather treating you well yeah it's back to normal back to normal you're humid and hot I was just going to say oh humid which is a very uh, bad connotation of both the words but also joining us today will be our correspondent and uh, friend Chiranjit Ojha hey there how are you I'm good, Chiranjit. Chiranjit, I hear like where you are right now, it's very chilly. Yeah, I was in Calcutta yesterday where the uh, weather is more or less like Bombay. But uh, I took the overnight train to my hometown, Purulia. And uh, on the way, it got very chilly and I wasn't prepared for it. So, all night I pretty much shivered and didn't get any sleep. So, you know. Chiranjit, yeah, you, know, you know, I need to ask you this before we venture on to our journey, you know. Are you prepared for anything else except football? I think I think each time I've had conversations with you, your life is like like just breathing football. That's that's all that's all there is to yeah, it. Yeah, I'm, I'm a very uh, one-directional person. Although I don't like the band One Direction, but uh, you know, <laughs> you know, this, this was a very bad venture, Ranjit, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, all right. So, um, so today we're going to be uh, speaking about a couple of things which uh, are really, really, really important if you're following the I League. We are halfway through the I League, and this episode uh, we will uh, talk about the fixtures, the the points table, the relegation race, and uh, we'll also talk about uh, who is in contention for title spot. Right, Nikhil? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then moving on, we have a very interesting conversation lined up with the captain of the women's uh, Maharashtra team. Uh, Juhi Shah and uh, she'll be joining us uh, later on as we proceed and also we will be uh, rather we'll be hearing Roland Borges uh, who is uh, our Indian national team player in conversation with uh, Chiranjit our correspondent and very 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 close friend who is in a very chilly place want to swap places Chiranjit? Uh, no thanks I'm enjoying <laughs> it here yeah. Yes, well, 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 of course, we're going to be also talking about uh, the upcoming fixtures in the AFC uh, Cup and uh, in the I-League. So we are also going to talk about Bim Bim Devi who had, uh, you know, retired last oh, week. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think, I think uh, we'll also uh, talk about uh, her to Juhi. She would be the apt person to, yes, you know, yes. have a nice conversation with about her. So, uh, moving on, starting this very nice episode, now that we're halfway in, in the I-League. Nikhil, what are the standings and the points okay. table look like? So, so, looking at the point table, in fact, you should not even look at the point table and say <laughs> Mohan Bagani is on top because they haven't lost a single match. Yeah. They are like just in form. I mean... Uh, Five matches, one, three drawn out of the eight yeah. matches played. Yeah. yeah Beautiful. Yeah. So, uh, if you look at the points table, you can clearly see that, you know, it's it's the title race between Pagan, East Bengal and Bengaluru FC. Bengaluru FC had a bit of a slide, but I think they'll be back. They, uh, we know what caliber the team possesses. So, yeah, and to talk about the relegation, I don't think it's the right time to speak about them because DSK is in the bottom and they already have a three years cover uh, for no relegation. Uh, so, yeah, we'll, we'll concentrate on the title contenders. Yeah, 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 definitely. Mohan, Bagan and uh, East Bengal now are right now at the top two positions. in. Oh, yeah, how, do you, how do you feel about Mohan Bagan chased by East Bengal <laughs> for the title contenders? Uh, well, it's, the, it's, a, it's a nightmare scenario, okay? It happens every season in the Calcutta Football League. The two arch-rival clubs always next to each other and it irritates both the clubs that they're so close and, uh, you know, so much engaged in a uh, title fight. So, see, it's it's going to be a bit interesting from here on now because East Bengal has had a lot of home games in the first uh, eight matches. So, if you look at this, their fixtures, they have to travel between every single match they play from now till the end of the I season. But at the same time, Mohan Bagan also have a disadvantage because they are playing in the AFC Cup which makes their fixture even more consistent uh, than it is right now. And Bengaluru FC also have the same problem that they will have to play a lot of matches and travel to different places in Asia. So both the top three teams have their own uh, you know, positives and uh, 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 hardships that they have to 
overcome and it's it's i think it's going to go down to the wire right true have, but what do you think oja has clicked for mohan bagan the 56th minute goal in the last match with the the northeastern team shillong lajong i think i think uh, i think that was that that was the game changer if if that goal uh, hadn't happened they wouldn't have drawn with the shillong team making uh, them making the last, them rise in the first place in the first place in the first point like in the first place itself uh, that was that was actually a disappointing result uh, they conceded a very silly goal which uh, happened because uh, konsham singh was not marked well and yeah. they came back to uh, score a late goal to sort of uh, uh, get back in the game they got uh, other chances sony norde hit the post two times yeah, uh, it was yeah he has been, I, i think he has been practicing to hit the post he hit the post in mumbai as well it's it's brilliant accuracy there's no dirt uh, of them i guess yeah he he finds the post all the time i think he should be playing foot basketball or something like that you know with accuracy like that to find the uh, post uh, he could be one of the uh, title contenders for in the world i think no but And coming back to the question uh, what do you think has been worked for mohan bagan this season a, a very balanced team i think uh, it's more balanced than last uh, season where they uh, actually ended up winning the league uh, but this time they have a brilliant starting uh, you know brilliant attacking lineup this corner line who's having a rough patch right now but you know uh, we can trust him to come back uh, jj is there balwant is there uh, in the wings this uh, katsumi usa on the right uh, he can also play but i'll, I'll tell uh, you my observation ojha you know uh, yeah. I have been watching last few games of Mohan Bagan and Pranay Haldar has you know just come out of nowhere and he has been performing I mean I I yeah, saw the yeah. Bengaluru match and he just didn't give any chance for Chetri to get in He pocketed Chetri in Bengaluru and uh, uh, yeah mm-hmm. and Odafa in the uh, Sporting Club de Goa match he is uh, this very flaminiesque uh, player you know it reminds me I like I like I like the way the description goes Chiranjit Yeah it's he's he's this uh, very physically imposing very stout kind of a, uh, a player uh, who can uh, really give a tough time uh, to deny space to any player who's, who's you know who's a creative uh, player right and and if you uh, and a lot of these uh, i league teams have these one or two players uh, in them which are the real creators right and if you deny them space their entire attack uh, you know just loses its uh, sharpness so he is one of those key players who's very disruptive in the opponent's game and it's been working well for bagan so far yeah that's that's true but uh, uh, your comments about dudong's form in east bengal because if he clicks i think the number one position is not far away yeah he takes off uh, east bengal will make a good comeback but for now uh, he has been uh, really struggling with his form uh, and uh, he ran into some uh, trouble with the team uh, management with his attitude uh, he was playing uh, uh, in the other match uh, against uh, izol fc and he was substituted early because he wasn't doing much and uh, he he came out very angry he kicked at the reserve bench chair he uh, threw a bottle he threw a tantrum he tried to leave the playing area for the dressing room and somebody had to go and plead with him to you know just uh, sit down calm down yeah that's true because you know a top player like him the expectations are very high from the fans from the management so this kind of things do kick in Yeah, and uh, uh, to to be really surprised when the starting lineup came out, uh, Dudong's name was not announced yesterday when uh, uh, East Bengal were playing Salgaokar, and oh. the crowd was clapping. They, they, uh, Dudong was their hero in the Calcutta Football League. Now he's had got a couple of bad games, and uh, when he's not in the team, everybody's happy. Oh. So that's how it goes for football, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It backfires on you. But talking about yeah. not being in the team, uh, Nikhil, the relegation race. There are a lot of people who've been injured and put like put on the bench. Yeah, yeah. That's that's true. I mean, we should not talk about the relegation league, but uh, there has been one team who has been like. earlier called as a dark horse but has some disappointing games i'm talking about my you know favorite team mumbai fc <laughs> over here and uh, oh, the, the, yeah, the away form just doesn't seem to pick up i mean we are like shares at home but dhair at away like it's, it's, a, i think i think there's this old uh, hindi quote chiranjit if you if you would remember this hota na ki har chuha apne bill mein share hota hai I think I think I think that's but but then but then looking looking at the Mumbai FC squad you know we have been marred with 
injuries. Yeah, true. Your you skipper. Minchal Sen is injured. Taisuke is injured. Ashutosh is injured. Arata didn't start in the last game. And now we got Alan Dias injured. So it, it was basically, you know, playing a second string team. But then sure. that's no excuse because you are already performing. And I, I think there is something, you know, a mental thing going on with the team because against Sporting, we we gave away two goals. Mumbai gave away two goals in the span of five minutes. Against Azal, Mumbai gave two goals in the span of five minutes. So I don't know. I think once they concede, there is a kind of a mental block or what. But this team, like there was a lot of hopes from everybody in India, okay, who follows I-League, that Mumbai FC will come up this season. Uh, but the away form seems to haunt them. Don't you agree? Oja? Yeah, see, one of the things that happens with uh, Mumbai FC is that they have always been good at home. So, uh, there is possibly something psychological about that and also something about the strategy that really fits their home ground, right? Cooperage uh, is a, uh, you know, it's it's smaller than most yeah. other uh, it's pitches It's not in smaller, India. it's narrow. Yeah, it's, it's narrow, yeah. So, they can have a really dense defense and, uh, you know, uh, grind out a good result, either a one goal win uh, or, a, or a draw against a strong team or any other team. So when they go out and play on a different kind of a turf, on a national turf, for example, or a or a wider pitch, they find it difficult to you know uh, block out the space for the opponent attackers. Uh, uh, you know, it, it it becomes a different game than when they are at home. So right, true. That but may be but a with case. no Minchal son, they yeah. actually look very helpless. Yeah, no Minchal son, yeah. no Taisuke, and even the experienced uh, Ashutosh Mehta is out. Yeah. yeah, actually, the defense is very. It's it's a leak. So it's 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 a gaping hole there right yeah. now in the yeah. entire. And we have been up. considering. Mumbai has been considering a lot. Um, yeah, I think I think Mr. Jamil is going through a lot of stress right now, being the coach. Yeah, this coming. Uh, I think they are playing Sporting on twenty seventh. Yeah, and that yeah. will be a good point to start off again. Everything uh, we need to check on injuries of uh, all the top players, but then again, uh, it's it's at home. There will be yellow brigade behind them. And yeah, I think I think they can pick it up from there. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So, um, uh, moving on, we had uh, Chiranjit speak. Like Chiranjit spoke to um, a very interesting person who is also uh, an Indian national team player. His name is uh, Roland Rogers. And uh, Chiranjit was in conversation with him. So, Chiranjit, how about you take this forward? Yeah, I, I had a really good chat with Roland Borges uh, a couple of days back. He's one of those very young, humble players uh, who has come out from a uh, you know a working family in Goa, and uh, uh, he's been with a club, uh, with his club, uh, sporting club, they go for a long time, and uh, uh, he's made it to the national team. And he spoke to me about uh, the experience of winning the South Championship uh, for the first time in his career, uh, playing in the uh, national team jerseys. So uh, you can listen to the clip. So, what was the experience like? It was your first major final match, right? Cup final game, and you won. So, how was it like? It was like you were at the top of the world when you won the final. Yeah. So everything was going to our win. So, we were all very happy from staff to players to all coaches. And so, from all my family also was very happy because they were, they were there. Stadium. Yeah. Oh, they were watching on TV. Yeah. So, were you under pressure, like when they scored the first goal happened? No, we were not under pressure because we knew because we were creating many chances and yeah. we, we had confidence in our team so that we, were, we are going to score. We got chance also and we took it. So, it was good. So, uh, what was the atmosphere like? Like you went into the half time. Uh, you know, and uh, I think Sunil Chetri was like giving a talk or something, right? So, what what went on? Uh, he was uh, telling all the players that uh, we have to win this. Uh, we have to work hard more than they were told us to. Everyone was giving more than hundred percent, so try to give more than two hundred percent because it was the final match, and we had to win it for fans, for them, then for coaches. So you have been, you are here now. Uh, uh, you beat, uh, uh, your team beat Bengaluru FC. Your team beat Mumbai FC. So uh, playing Mohan Bagan away, do you think winning here is more important uh, than those past two results? Now 
I think everyone is important now because the difference is so close that if one team wins from bottom, then they'll come up. So winning is every match is important for us and for everyone. So you are fourth now. Do you, do you think you can uh, like finish top three? Yeah, we can. We have a good side. I think this year will be much better than last year. So you played for the national team. You came back here. So is there a any bit of adjustment you have to make in the fitness routine or the practice routines when you are shifting from club to country and back? You have to do extra, you know, so... You have to do extra in the national or here? It's not like that, but uh, <coughs> when you come from there, it's uh, okay like to play here. When you come from national team, it's uh, okay to play here. So you don't have to do much adjustment here. So, but they have, uh, but the both coaches have their own strategies and yeah, own yeah, approaches, strategies. right? So, uh, there is some difference, but not much. Yeah, yeah. There is, so, every coach have different way of looking at sports. So, uh, yeah, professionals will be able to coaches say. Yeah, so you were, last time we uh, spoke, you know, we asked uh, whether you are interested in ISL or worried about not being in ISL. You were like, no, I'm having the time of my life and everything. So now that you have been part of that team that won the South Championship, yeah. have ISL teams been interested in you? <laughs> yeah? I can't tell about that. Okay. okay, then something is cooking, right? No, it's not like that, but uh, right now I'm not thinking about that. Uh, right now my only concentration is this I like perform good and have my team to do better than last year in I like. Okay, I won't give you any wrong Good luck tomorrow. Thank you. So Oja, this this match between sporting and Bagan, you had a chance yeah. to speak with you know the coach and the players of sporting yeah, yeah. and yeah, yeah. Uh, you had called uh, like the coach as a giant killer can you explain yeah. a bit on that see uh, sporting club the goa have been uh, delivering some surprising results right so uh, at the start of the season we were uh, taking mohan bagan east bengal and uh, bengaluru as the uh, big 3 right so and and mumbai fc was also up there so they have uh, grinded out a result uh, against uh, Bengaluru FC at their own home ground. That was B uh, BFC's first home defeat. And they were playing with 10 men and they won the game from that position. Uh, and they even beat Mumbai FC. Yeah. So, Sporting Club Degoa has been uh, one of the surprising teams uh, this season. They, they started very badly. They lost to East Bengal. They came back and now they're fourth in the table. And they don't even have big names. Other than Odafa, there's there's nobody really there who, who can really command uh, a fear in the opponent. Uh, it's just it's just the way the team gels, just the way the that uh, Matthias Costa uh, you know organizes things, uh, and and it seems to be working for them. Yeah, uh, if there are any sporting club, the Goa fans or Indian football fans who want to check out. Uh, interviews with uh, the coach as well as Denson Devdas, you can log on to thefangarage.com and check out the Sporting Club De Goa page. Okay, so we're going to take a short break here and uh, when we come back, we're going to have uh, uh, Miss Juhi Shah with us, who is the captain of the women's Maharashtra team and uh, Chiranjit will be speaking to her about uh, Pemim Devi. Now, that's one name you, Chiranjit, Okay, I think, yeah, we should definitely take a break here. Chiranjit will be back after the break. Now, if you want to listen to some brilliant indie music from all over the country, it's really simple. You can find me on Made in India. That's madeinindia.in. My name is May, and it's spelled M-A-E-D. Now, I've had some great artists on the show, including the likes of Nickel D'Souza, The Cognac Net, Last Remaining Light, Tejas Menon, The Other People, Alicia Pays, Lakshmi Bomb, Vasudha Sharma, Ankur Tiwari, and so many more. Now, if you want to subscribe, you can go to iTunes or Stitcher or your favorite podcast app or you can find me on my website that's madeinindia.in that's M-A-E-D or on Twitter and Facebook on Made in India. So welcome back. Uh, Chiranjit is again back with us. Skype definitely is an issue in claustrophobic situations. But <laughs> moving on, uh, Chiranjit, uh, we have a very uh, interesting conversation lined up with... Um, 
the women's uh, Maharashtra team captain, Juhi Shah. And uh, we're also going to be talking about uh, Bembem Devi, who is a legend, who is an iconic figure when it comes to women and football in this country. Chiranjit, care to elucidate? Yeah, she is one of the uh, you know main figures uh, in Indian women's football over the past two decades. She has been serving the national team for a better part of 20 years. Uh, she has been uh, captaining that side for more than a decade. And she's a mentor uh, kind of a figure for new players coming up. She has been there, uh, you know, when the... Uh, football scene has evolved in India and her home state Manipur. She, uh, you know, led them to many uh, women's national championship uh, victories, and she won three South championships for India. Uh, and India are the sole holders of the trophy at the moment. All, all every time the uh, tournament has happened, they have won it. So uh, her retirement is the end of an era. Her career, I think, sort of encapsulates. Uh, whatever has been going on uh, in Indian football during her time. So, uh, we're going to talk to Juhi, uh, who knows her personally, and uh, she also has a lot of things to say about the way things are being done in Indian women's football right now. So, moving on, we have a very special person on our podcast today, and uh, she happens to be the captain of the Maharashtra women's team. She's training to be a referee. She's a sports management student, and uh, she is in conversation with us today. Her name is Miss Juhi Shah. Welcome on the show, Juhi. Thank you. Thank you so much. So, um, Chiranjit has uh, a couple of uh, questions for you. So, Chiranjit, uh, how about you take over? Okay, so we all know that very recently uh, Oinam Bembem Devi played her last match for the Indian national women's football team and uh, she has been a part of it uh, for the better part of uh, two decades and she has captained it for so long. She by herself has been a chapter in the history of Indian women's football. So Juhi, I know you know her personally, so could you tell us what she means uh, to players of your generation? today. Alright, uh, so uh, for me, Bemem Devi is a legend and I'm sure she is an inspiration not only to me and not only to the youngsters who are taking up the sport, but also to the senior team, uh, who which she currently was playing with and uh, she's she's just great and you know, it's 20 years of service to the Indian women's football team is, is not a joke and uh, I think she started playing at a very young age and she continued to do so and uh, you know going off uh, ending her chapter with the South Asian Games uh, playing it in India in front of the home crowd uh, surely was the best way we could uh, say goodbye to her and uh, she has uh, she has also been a sort of a mentor uh, figure to the uh, players uh, in the Indian team and the Manipur uh, state team for so many Correct. years and uh, she's and also going into coaching now so uh, that's that's one of the good signs uh, uh, of you know things changing for the better in Indian women's football, right? Uh, that the legends, uh, you know, players of her caliber are being used to train the next generation. Of course, of course, and you know people look up to her, people respect her. So I'm I'm sure that and her 20 years of playing career must have surely got her all the knowledge and the technique that she needs to know, and passing that on to the youngsters. And I'm, I'm sure everybody knows Manipur has one of the best sides of football in India and passing it on especially to those youngsters is going to be one of the best things uh, for Indian football at present. And uh, if you look at her career, you also see things that have gone wrong with uh, uh, Indian football, uh, especially for women. Like for instance, she has had uh, a more than 22 years of playing experience and she has yes. played only three games for a professional club in her entire career. And, uh, you know, that's because we don't have a women's league in India. Uh, Women playing in India can't even uh, have that uh, support of a professional system backing them up in their pursuit of the game. How do you think that hampers a player or or an aspiring footballer uh, in India? I'm I'm sure this hampers a lot of players, especially because now what players have started doing, they've started taking up railway jobs so that they are at least a bit more active. Uh, but, yeah. you know, with Bemem Devi, she had to, in fact, go to Maldives to play uh, play for a professional team over there. And Maldives yeah. I'm sh- is not one of the best teams, but at least they have a professional league, which is, uh, which is one step closer to development. But if you go to see the same scenario in India, we don't have a professional league. 
and not many yeah. states have a professional league amongst themselves so yeah. you know the only way we can develop is if every state starts having their own professional league it is one start it's one step closer to having a professional league in india like the i league yeah. we have for the men's it's going to take money yeah. it's going to take investment it's going to take time uh, but i think uh, time is something that we don't have right now if we want to yeah. see our girls develop uh, we, it you know i would give i would give myself one or two years max yeah. for a professional league to start if it takes longer yeah. than that you know there's something wrong in the system and it's already yeah. evident there is something wrong we've been getting yeah. a lot of hopes from kushal das and you know say praful patel that there's going to be an i league there's going to be an i league for women yeah. it's been two years it was supposed to start in 2015 2015 is long gone 2016 yeah. has come in uh, but with the under 17 world cup that is coming in for the men's a lot of money has been going in there yeah. so i'm sure there's going to be less money in women's football and uh, it, it is going to be pretty sad uh, i'm just going to give you an example of the senior nationals that happened recently wherein the states were informed 20 days in advance uh, the teams went they played the zonals they qualified and the minute they qualified they came to know the final round is in the next 5 days so they are travelling the minute they travel they go there there are 10 teams that have qualified each team plays 5 matches in a span of 10 days and uh, as everybody knows manipur qualified for the finals and manipur has major number of players that are playing for the india team and they go if you go to see they played about seven matches in a span of two weeks they're dead tired they they don't have recovery and then they go on and they they are called in for the south asian games so there's going to be there's going to be more injury there's going to be more uh, fatigued players they're going to be tired and you know there there's no system in place to make sure that you know they get enough rest as well because the camp was also for two days they're playing every day continuously and they were playing on astroturf from a uh, grass field to an astroturf field so it it yeah. it has more pressure on the thighs as well so it's it's just planning which is not there and yeah. they just and the senior nationals happen just for the heck of it so that they finish it they get it done with the tournament because this tournament was supposed to happen in 2015 in october november it got yeah. pushed to december and uh, january and you know they they're not sticking to their timetable and it's hampering the players progress as well junior as well as senior Yeah, so it it probably got pushed to January because ISL was happening from October to December, and everything else has to come to stop during that time. Yeah, yeah, uh, that could be a reason. Yeah, and uh, yet Indian women's football team is ranked 57 in the world. Uh, it's way higher than the men's team's rank, and uh, uh, you know, and and we have that with such a bad system in place. You were there uh, yeah. in US uh, when the uh, women's World Cup was happening. You saw the system over there. How does Correct. it contrast? Uh, you know, uh, the facilities we have, the facilities they have, and how do you think if we have you know even 50% of that uh, in place uh, in India, could we bridge the gap between? Uh, the rankings of these two nations uh bridging the gap between the us and the indian team is uh, it's a it's a big margin i would say and i wouldn't even say 50% of what they're doing even if we do 20 to 25% of what they are doing i think we yeah. would have a um, we would at least be able to break into the top 3 or the top 4 of the afc ranking because if you okay. go to see in the world cup now the number of teams have increased for women's so five teams yeah. from afc qualify for the world cup and even if we break yeah. into the top 5 of afc i think uh, we're more than happy to at least go and you know play a world cup at least once you know coming going high higher in the ranks comes in a bit later but at least breaking into the world cup ranking uh, to go and qualify would be a big thing and by the way i saw it in america when i went there my sister also used to work for a team over there a women's team over there uh, the development that they have is uh, very systematic they have a proper yeah. system that they go go through and in fact yeah. any uh, so they also concentrate on edu- on education apart from playing football so in the us if a player wants to play for the nwsl that's like the mls yeah. version of women's um the player if she's in in college and she's studying she could play for the nwsl but she cannot get paid you know that's the way the system works because if you are a professional player you're supposed to get paid but in their education system if you also want to play for your college you cannot be yeah. paid as a professional player so that's a good system in a way they're also encouraging players to complete their education in fact yeah. uh, with the ea sports getting 16 teams in the uh, fifa 16 uh, video game there were about yeah. two or three players whose names were there in the us team but their names yeah. were being asked to be removed 
otherwise they because they would get paid if their name is there on the EA sports game if they get paid they can't play for any team and they couldn't study so they were asked to remove their remove their name so their system is very yeah. systematic as i'm telling you it's really nice yeah. and yeah. Um, they've got other divisions of uh, leagues also over there where people can play you know enjoy and uh, they've got yeah. a proper system they've got the facility which is really really important i feel now they've got yeah. the infrastructure and the facility which is something india lacks not only in women's football but also in men's football and till we don't uh, we have a lot of barriers our grassroots level is really bad our infrastructure yeah. is really bad the number of women coaches is just increasing it's not still to a standard that we all would want it and i'm yeah. sure even if i was a coach i want development of women's football but i also want to make money you know i need i need some money to to progress and to go and you know for my own needs and yeah. you don't you don't get paid that well in india everybody knows that yeah so it's a lot of lot of things in india that need to change yeah obviously the money factor is uh, so important because uh, uh, bimbim devi herself has to work as a head constable to uh, earn her wages uh, there was the other player bala devi from odisha she was selling paan in a uh, shop in katak uh, to, you know to get a get a, uh, get her livelihood uh, and uh, you know as, as you mentioned uh, all these uh, students uh, who don't get played for playing football uh, they they still get scholarships they still get supported exactly. they still they have that, scholarships yeah yeah they yeah. they have this uh, entire system in place to support them to uh, chase that dream which is completely not there in uh, india in, in fact as as a woman football the uh, i think Isn't many it? people actually discouraged you when you wanted to pursue this career right yeah even in fact right now my parents tell me you know i'm not uh, you know it's difficult to live a livelihood in football in india until and unless you're at a good position somewhere and you know i'm i'm also looking into options where i i go into marketing and not only focus myself in football in india because i don't see myself growing i see a lot of people trying to push me down and uh, it is discouraging uh, sometimes you want to push those barriers and go ahead but at times you're just like the system is a failure because of that yeah. you end up being a failure and you uh, of course nobody wants that in their own personal lives so you yes. either move on you either you either go with the system and follow the system and otherwise you just uh, look into a new track you know going to see for bmm devi she's been um, playing for india for more than 20 years and yeah. i think by now she deserves the arjuna award you know she's yeah. dedicated her life to football she i think that's the only only thing that she wanted from aiff which she's not gotten yet and yeah. i'm sure she deserves it she deserves it uh, with the with the passion with the dedication and uh, the discipline that she's not only got in herself but also you know in, induced in the other players i think she yes. she surely deserves it see see i'll add uh, also <laughs> i have so me and nikhil juhi were yeah. we were listening very intently to what was happening and that's why we didn't interject because it was pretty amazing the way you described the situation about the women's uh, football team's conditions in india but more right. than more than the system failing juhi i personally believe and i think nikhil would also like to comment on that i personally believe uh, you know more than the system it's it's the social culture we are living in like the society here today has grown to a point where they will need to pull uh, certain sections of uh, people down just because they're excelling in something they don't perceive to go well with their social norms what do you what do you think about that nikhil like i think i think i think i think that should be no no that is i think that is really really true in fact i'm not sure if you know this but i run a page called the indian women's football team on facebook and uh, it's an unofficial page um i just basically post information about the girls you know what they're doing their the life scores and uh, recently i i had some bad uh, i wouldn't say bad but it was just a uh, something i didn't expect coming out from somebody on top and uh, because of that i was so upset i'm like i'm doing something for the indian women's team i'm putting my time and my efforts and my money and i'm not expecting anything in return yeah, i just yeah moral matters a lot in, like in sports like if your if your morale gets pulled down then you know you 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 know you're losing form somewhere because of that very true very very true people were asking me why aren't you updating uh, the scores and updating live results and i had people in shilong who helped me out but 
I I didn't want to respond to anybody because I was so upset with the system. I was so upset with the way things are happening, and I'm not getting anything in return for this. I'm just uh, getting more people to like the page, more people to get to know the women's team. But you know, things just didn't work out, and then I I was just like, I'm not just I'm just going to stop updating uh, things. Let let things flow on its own. Let AIF do its job. I'm sure they're doing yeah. a brilliant job. Um, they've got a lot of people liking the women's team. Um, I'm, but I I I shall do one thing is thank the Shillong crowd. because there was a massive crowd that came in towards the south uh, south asian games finals Definitely. and uh, and sh- mm. they they gave a a, a brilliant uh, ambiance for the players to play in and i'm sure the players also must have enjoyed themselves you know it was just i was i was seeing it on tv and i enjoyed it and i'm sure the players must yeah. have been even more proud to uh, to have it live with them juhi hi this is nikhil here yeah. i wanted yeah, to ask you. one question you have been into this footballing system for quite some time now have you seen is there any increase in participation from girls in football increase in participation yes um, which that also increases uh, the competition but uh, uh, you know after some time after a certain level the competition is stagnant So you know when you're now in AIFF started having the under 14 and the under 17 and the under 19 tournaments but once you finish at the under 19 there's nothing till you're at the senior level so okay. the, the competition uh, the number of players increase 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 hmm. they go to the under 19 hmm. and then they stop and then you have only a few players who say okay i may have a chance to go up so they go up Hmm. and the others yeah. just played for recreation at their own workplace okay, so or at their own an extra curricular activity than yeah, a yeah and and i'm presuming the dropout the dropout rate would be more than the people who are getting you know into the uh, entire culture of football and the clubs correct like especially people from bombay and maharashtra and bangalore and all they start playing it they like oh i have hopes i hope i have hopes you go up you go up you go up under under 19 That's it. After that, they see no hope. They start reducing, and they maybe play for some local clubs here and there. Manipur, they do have competitions on a regular basis. They have tournaments where they go and play. The northeast has quite a few tournaments there, and uh, the number is not that bad over there. Uh, it's bad in other states at least. Uh, even with university tournaments, uh, it happens once a year. Uh, it happens at uh, five days in a week, and it's over. So. No, there, there are those things that also come into the factor. So yeah. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. But Chiranjit, anything else you need to ask, uh, Miss Shah? No, I think uh, you know, Joey has really uh, you know painted the picture uh, that's going on very well, uh, and and that that's where my rage as a football fan comes in. That we are not ultimately we are not uh, respecting, we are not paying our dues to these legends that have come and served us so long because. We're letting the next generation down. We're letting the uh, you know the future, the sporting future of this country down by not improving uh, the situation, not making the future players go through the same hurdles and hoops uh, that dragged down their predecessors. It's not you know the, the the growth rate we want to see. It's not there, and that I think you know drives a lot of the rage and a lot of the despair. Uh, Juhi, uh, I, I wanted to ask this. So, what are the final, say, few things like three, four things you want to change? You want to see a change in Indian football? I think the first thing would be the number of uh, you know more people coming into grassroots. It's very important to focus on grassroots. And when I only say when I say grassroots, it does not mean you know just de-licensed coaches coming in, but qualified coaches coming in because that's the basic. You master your basic, and you know you'll do you'll do uh, tremendously well in the future. That's one thing. the infrastructure in india needs to develop for women's football at least i am not sure i am not going to comment more on the men's side but for women's football the infrastructure needs to develop there needs to be a professional league within the next 2 years if that is not seen you know people are come, going to come to know that there's no development happening in indian football you know doing the libya goals by fifa doing yeah. it once in 3 months is just for name sake but you got to do it more regular i want to see if aiff does something with the international women's uh, week coming up You know, if something happens there, it will be superb, and a lot of money coming into the women's football. Because I'm not sure if you know this also. When the when the team came in at the South Asian Games, Shillong is a very cold place. They were given, uh, you know, uppers and lowers because it was cold. It was cold to be there. But I'm, if I'm not mistaken, they were not given uh, warm up kits. So their warm up kits okay. was, if I'm not mistaken, I I could not, I could be wrong myself. If I'm not mistaken, they were not given mom-up kits, and they were using um, a kit which they had worn for a different tournament before. 
yeah. as their warm up kits oh. which is uh, and if you go to see their jerseys are not the same jerseys as the men's team why why can't yeah. we have the same jerseys for the men's and the women's team why do we have to get the old pair that the men's team wore the previous year that becomes the new kit for the women's team this year why that there shouldn't be a discrimination at that level so there's yeah. a lot of discrimination yeah yeah you're very right about that uh, juhi thanks a lot for being here with us today juhi it was a pleasure yeah, speaking to you i think chiranjeet yeah. would also be in the same thought yeah yeah definitely yeah, yeah. Okay. thank you okay. guys yeah thank you thank you thank you juhi me. have a great day have All a great right. day okay. you too bye bye See you, Jay. See you. Oh, yeah. So this is a totally different plane altogether. Like you know, women's football, they are already talking about World Cup, whereas men's, we are not even able to. You know, the under twenty three loss to Nepal and yeah, uh, we yeah, are we are yeah, just yeah. not in line with it. Totally it's different. Sixteen points. Sixteen points. We, it's it's a totally different discussion altogether when you talk about women's yeah. team and men's See, team. See, obviously, it's a very different uh, level of conversation we're having in uh, Asia. It's going, uh, you know, in in men's football, it's going top fifteen in Asia. That's our big ambition. In women's football, we're talking top five. So, uh, see, usually I'm a very positive person, uh, but even I am having trouble imagining uh, the Indian men's football team playing in the World Cup in the next twenty thirty years, and I'm pinning all my hopes on the women here. I think they are the ones. They are the key to uh, establish uh, India as a major player in world football if they make it and they have a good chance of making it if they get good support from the IFF and the government if they make it there in the world stage you know a lot of things will happen it will have a domino effect where people will take indian football seriously and everything the whole system the whole infrastructure will get this extra infusion of money of uh, uh, you know professionalism uh, and of ambition and everything will change no but that's 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 very well said chirantan but that's very well said only in theory see again again there are a lot of ifs in your statements now now when you go to the ifs when you when you when you you know spend some time pondering over what those ifs are how could you you know counter those ifs there are a lot of gray and gray areas there man like we we both know we are rather all all of us know like we also spoke to uh, uh, ms juhisha also some time ago and she also said the same thing the way the system deals with players in this country is totally not right now irrespective of which team whether it's the women's or the men's it's good it's good at least some 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 team from the country is going to you know rise and shine and create a name for us but then again we can't lose on hope on the other counterpart I, i mean both of them both of, both of them deserve equal respect i mean i mean if you if you i understand if you can't see the men's team up there on a plinth where uh, you know where they're like where they're shining as like stars of indian football but then again at the end of the day our hope still should like it should still be with them you know it matters yes. a lot for a it player imagine for a player who is facing another team from another country altogether and then suddenly you know he realizes that hey you know like my 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 country doesn't hope that no no that's, will... that's 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 not true i think the support has been increasing No, the support has been definitely increasing, but then again, but then again, I mean, we can't create a divide. There. It's football. Not, it's not about divide. What I said was a very mathematically calculated uh, statement. I am not giving up hope in any way. I want the men's team to be there. I have been cheering for them for I don't know how long. It's, it's always a fan's hope, you know, to see see them win. Obviously, right. So what what that was the pragmatist speaking, but obviously whenever the men's team is playing, irrespective of the recent form, uh, irrespective of whatever whoever we are facing, it's always us going crazy uh, for the players. Who very true. Teams. Very. It's just it's just that see that matters. Very true. Very true. Aptly said. We'll be taking a short break here, and we'll soon join you. You can listen to Cyrus Says from our apps on iOS, Android, or our website cyrussays.in. You can also listen to services like iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcasting softwares. It's cyrussays.in. So moving on with this episode, Nikhil, the upcoming fixtures for the AFC Cup. Yes, uh, Oja, can you brief us on the AFC Cup that will be coming up? This week, yeah. So uh, Mohan Bagan and Bengaluru FC, uh, who are the I League champions and Federation Cup winners from the last season, will be representing India in the AFC Cup. Uh, 
So on Wednesday, both have matches. Uh, Mohan Bagan are playing uh, Mazia SNRC uh, club from uh, uh, Maldives, and uh, uh, Bengaluru will be going away to Laos to play Lao Toyota FC. So both of these games are on Wednesday, and uh, uh, you know if you go by uh, the teams, uh, compare them, uh, the Indian teams have a good chance. Uh, but the bad news for the Indian football fans is that uh, it doesn't appear any of the games are going to be on TV uh, in this particular day because uh, the main company which uh, uh, does the production for the uh, AFC Cup, uh, you know, it, it's got a tie up with Fox Sports. Uh, they have not chosen uh, these games for telecast, so we'll probably have to depend on Twitter for updates. Oja, can you touch upon the venues? I have heard that uh, Bagan won't be playing in Kolkata. Yes, uh, they will not be playing in Kolkata because uh, the only AFC-approved venue which has all the facilities uh, to hold an international uh, game like this uh, is Salt Lake Stadium and that stadium is uh, closed for renovations. It's preparing to host the Under-17 World Cup next year. So, uh, they don't have a, a, a stadium, a backup stadium in Kolkata which can host the match. So, uh, Mohan Bagan coach Sanjay Sen chose the uh, Gohati Stadium, uh, you know, the, the Jawaharlal Nehru Stadium over there because uh, there's a good uh, fan following for football over there. It will sell the tickets the, and the ground is really good. Uh, a number of the Mohan Bagan players uh, actually like the ground very well. It's the favourite Oja, don't you think it's funny that, you know, Kolkata, you called it as the powerhouse of yeah, Indian true, football. Yeah, true, true. It's, it's about Don't time. have two venues or three venues who are complying with AFC norms? Yeah, it's, it's actually just got one venue. Uh, Howrah Stadium used to hold AFC matches, but uh, it has fallen out of use. Uh, so, it's no longer uh, a qualified venue. The problem is that uh, over the past few years, things have grown, but... Uh, infrastructure has not improved, right? Mohan Bagan ground, East Bengal ground, these clubs have their own stadiums, but uh, that that is not even qualified to host an I League match at present. It's bad. Uh, they had to. They had to. Yeah, they had it's to. About uh, time. It's about time we get something like that in place. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, all these uh, you know clubs were playing their matches uh, either in Salt Lake or away at this uh, you know uh, Kalyani town, which is a place in the middle of nowhere. It takes. Two hours, three hours traveling from the city. So it's it's really hectic for the fans. It's really uh, bad uh, for uh, for publicity of the tournaments. And right now they're they're playing the I League matches in Barasat, which which is also a hassle. You know, uh, you have a match at 7 p.m. Uh, and after after the game, you come out uh, to get a train back to uh, Kolkata, and you find this uh, end of the day crowd uh, in very slow trains, uh, which are never on time. And and you almost end up uh, having uh, you know getting into trouble uh, just finding your way back home from a game so it it should not be it should never be a hassle it should never be a uh, emergency or a, or a uncertain situation for a fan to just go and watch it I doubt if they have consider fans as their stakeholders Yes, I mean it's uh, really disheartening not. for fans <laughs> Bagan has such a huge support and they will be travelling to Guwahati but I think most of them will be missing out yeah, yeah most of them will have to miss out because it's a midweek game right people have work if it was weekend a, a, a few thousand people would at least travel uh, to Guwahati but you know what are you going to do if uh, there is no stadium that can actually comply the norms of AFC these are basic requirements that we should be having but most of the stadiums, uh, most of the I-League uh, stadiums that we have in this country, it just doesn't do that. So, we need a very uh, thorough upgrade in the football uh, situation and uh, infrastructure yeah, situation in this country. True, 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 true. But quickly, quickly moving on to the uh, I-League fixtures, uh, Chiranjit. So, uh, next week is really interesting. Uh, we have uh, uh, matches over the weekend. Uh, Shillong Lajong will be playing uh, DSK Shivajians, obviously. That's a Friday night fixture. I think it's and a back-to-back. Uh, uh, last week, they played uh, Shivajians. Yeah, they, I yeah. Shillong Lajong played in Shiva, uh, DSK. They drew, yeah. no? they, they drew the match, I think. Yeah, and uh, so, it's, so it's uh, some of this... Yeah, it's, it's, it's a uh, reverse fixture mm. and... Uh, it'll be interesting to see how the Shivajians team uh, 
forms uh, up in that altitude you know uh, it it's it's harder to run over there it's much more chilly and uh, you know the the dew comes in after uh, in the evening uh, and it's a 7 pm match as well so it it will be slippery game uh, and uh, it will give uh, the players a lot of trouble people who, you know players who are not used to it so uh, let's see shillong obviously has the upper hand and shivajians have been in bad form anyway so yeah. that'll be an interesting game uh, for mid table and lower end of the uh, points table then we have salgaonkar facing mohan bagan at home so it's it's the you know uh, is the top of the table uh, team versus the team that's threatened with relegation uh, salgaonkar just recently uh, traveled uh, i think they played uh, yeah east bengal they played and they lost and uh, Uh, under uh, the new Darren Duffy yeah. is getting back in form. Yeah, he's getting back in form. Uh, ever since they uh, hired Santosh Kashyap, they have been doing much better as a team, uh, frankly. Yeah. And they did well against East Bengal as well. So now they're going back home. They are desperate to get a few points and get out of this dreaded relegation spot. Uh, so they will be giving their all against Mohan Bagan. And uh, let's not forget, Mohan Bagan will have a midweek game in AFC Cup. So there may be a uh fatigue factor that comes into play in this game your predictions so, uh i'm not going to predict it every time i predict a uh, win for mohan bagan i think it will be I, i think mohan bagan will take this 1-0 Let's Are see. Let's stakes, I, 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 I thought we were putting stakes. Are we putting stakes? Okay, moving on. Mumbai FC Sporting Goa. So Mumbai sporting FC Goa. back at their home. Mumbai FC back at their home are going to take this. Okay, uh, you know the Mumbai FC defenders are going to. It's a big game for them, but they don't have uh, three very key players. So I'm, I'm personally. We need, to, we need to uh, look out on that. I think uh, the injury list will be out, and exactly we'll get to know who is fit. If, if it is the way I'm. presuming it is going to be i think sporting club de goa has a better chance at this sadly i i don't know if mencholson is fit i think the defense will be proper no he still has the calf injury so so that depends upon the that depends upon the see, coach see i think he needs to uh, he needs to finalize who who will come up with it see these these injuries have been there for a while even taisuke uh, has been injured for a while they have a few days in their hand uh, almost a week's time i think a lot of them will recover and uh, being a home game uh, odapa likes some space for himself if they can trap odapa the game is for mumbai fc okay and the last game bengaluru versus aizawa Yeah, obviously it's uh, it's a powerhouse uh, game. Uh, you know, Bengaluru FC obviously uh, a a big club, one of the title contenders, uh, playing Aizawa FC who have been having some trouble themselves, and it will be at Kantirawa. So obviously Bengaluru FC are the favourites, uh, but Aizawa FC will be pumped. They just beat Mumbai FC, right? And Bengaluru FC will be a little bit down because they just lost at home to Mohan Bagan, and they also suffered a bad result against uh, uh, Sporting Club de Goa uh, at home. So I hope Aizawa FC do put up a good fight, but obviously, uh, you know, uh, looking at it, you're going to think Bengaluru FC will take it. Mm, well said, well said. Well, we really hope that these predictions uh, actually materialize into what they're being predicted as. And uh, thank you for joining us today for this episode, Chiranjit. It was a pleasure as usual talking to you. And uh, yeah, it was great. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we'll be coming back shortly. Oh, later this week obviously with more news and more updates on the i league and uh, indian football indian football nikhil interjected there indian football my bad indian football it is do i have to say it three more times no, now no, to no, like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right well thanks a lot and we'll be back again soon enjoy subscribe to tfg sports podcast on itunes Stitcher or your favorite podcast app. Follow us on Twitter at the Fan Garage or facebook.com/thefangarage.